0: We want attacking purposeful football all the time. Now we've got our backs against the wall, we are going to fight, and so we are going to fight hard. You've got to show me all the guts and all the determination you've got in your body. You've got to inspire me. A marvelous kick. That's as good as you'll ever see. And Foot's player back in front. From inside the centre square, boys get the goal. Boys get the goal. From inside the centre. Oh, oh,
1: Hey folks, welcome to Danny Boyd. It's a podcast about the greatest football club you've ever heard of and anyone's ever heard of. Uh, that is the Footscray Football Football Club. They trade as Western Bulldogs. We know him as Footscray. I'm Danny McGinley. He's Tom Boyd. We're recording remotely uh, today because we are in deep preparation for our live show. And this will be a quick episode because we're getting ready for our live show. And if you want your maximum amount, your normal amount of Danny Boyd, uh, you better come to the Comics Lounge on Saturday. Could be day after tomorrow. Depends when you listen to this. Could be tomorrow. Could have been last week. Thanks for listening anyway. But uh, Tom, how are you? Well,
0: I think you may have just said the Footsgrave Fluffful Full Club I probably um, did <laughs> And also, I'm not sure any of the listeners are going to buy the fact that we're deep in preparation and we need to do it remotely, given that preparing would probably be be better in person. So, um, you know. We're only half lying to you, if that makes it feel so better. We are preparing. We are actually going to watch the uh, sort of vast majority of the first two quarters, which we are going to watch, which is, Danny, the first quarter of the West Coast game.
1: That is correct, and of the, the second East. elimination well, final of 2016. And the
0: second quarter of the Hawthorne game. Yes. Which is where things really actually start getting pretty spicy. Um, you know, I think we get to watch Tory Dixon miss about eight shots on goal. Uh, <laughs> you get to see me fight Cyril at some stage, I believe. Excellent. Um, hopefully, they kept that in there because, you know, uh, nothing like a six-foot-seven guy fighting someone who's five-foot-ten. Um, <laughs> um, but otherwise, mate, I, you know, very, very excited. Look, our two guests, let's be honest, they're probably two of the most charismatic, yes. interesting and entertaining um, members of my football career uh, in Shane Biggs and Clay Smith. And, and look, Danny, I think, you know, I've had a lot of conversations recently in my business Life about footy, yeah, and the one thing that really stands out, I think, from my time in the game is that it takes all sorts.
1: I tell you, what, <laughs> it takes all sorts to
0: play footy. And footy, if nothing else, teaches you an incredible ability to deal with people from all walks of life, from you know the Melbourne elite private schools all the way down to you know Shane, who grew up in Croydon, which is even worse than where I grew up in Ringwood, um, and and Clay, who obviously came from the country in Bairn South. so. Uh, Mate, absolutely pumped for Saturday. It should be a a great day.
1: Yeah, I've got to say, if I was going to choose just two members of that 2016 premiership side to put on a good live show. Now, just to reiterate, this isn't a live podcast. We're not going to be recording this. This is only for the people who are in the room. Uh, We're going to have a couple of beers. The filter will be off. We will tell some real stories that, uh, you know, if you're a Herald Sun journalist and you want to scoop, you've got to buy a ticket. You got to at least earn. You got to buy two. You can have. You got go. to buy two tickets to get in, and then you could print. But anyone caught recording stuff will be uh, the comics lounge uh, staff will will make you work in the kitchen, do dishes. Uh, so Whoa. this is a once in a lifetime opportunity to hear the truth. And yeah, so I would, you know, if you, we could get people like you know the Bont or or Tobes or or you know McRae, who would give probably good. Footy analysis and play very nice and tell us nice stories, but Clay Bigsy, we're going to get realty, realty, real estate. That's what I'm saying. No realism.
0: <laughs> that's and I think the key is um, in the uh, in the very clear statement you made, which is that for a live show, you want these two. You, you yes, know, if you wanted to do an interview, if you wanted to do a TV show that was fit for the you know broader public, yeah, you know, the bond or you'd get, you know, Eastern Wood, or you'd get these very interesting, smart – but that's not fun. Nah, you no. Know, when loose people, units, food and beers and laughs and, you know, you know, a reunion to, you know, trump all reunions in, yes. this, uh, in this day. You want guys who are going to tell you stuff that's going to make you feel good inside and also go at different times in the show being like, did he just say that? Actually, or what do you actually think that means because sometimes Shane speaks in cryptic sort of analogies and metaphors that I can't understand and I played footy with him for five years so and I am absolutely pumped um and look it, you know I know it's the long weekend which is great because you've got two days to recover after what's going to be an epic afternoon but it also is the perfect possible timing for this show because we know that the season is just around the corner I think it's like nine days or 10 days or something since we till we play round one, which seems absolutely insane. And I think every time that this sort of um, part of the year rolls around since retirement, I go, thank God I'm not preparing to play round one. Oh, um, yes. It's just quite a daunting, you know, it's not the game. It's the fact that there's 22 of them coming up. Plus <laughs> one. Um So look, it's going to be a great time. And look, Our, I would say, general sentiment from the fans will be we're going to be like a top eight, top four team this year. After this live show,
1: we've already won the premiership. That's (laughs) good. Yeah. I think, I reckon, look, we've got a fair, we've got, you know, a lot of people coming. Thanks for buying tickets. There are still some tickets left. Get involved. Um, I think we'll all get tattoos after this. Just all of us. Uh, It'll be a bit of a queue at the tattoo parlour, but it'll be worth it. It'll be a family
0: well, I once got told, um, and I'll quote the great Brett Deledio, um, not directly because I didn't hear him say it, but someone else told me he said it, um, you don't put bumper stickers on Ferraris, you know? That was why he didn't <laughs> want to get any tattoos. <laughs> and, um, you know, thankfully I'm not a Ferrari, so uh, I think tattoos make a whole lot of sense.
1: <laughs> you're, a, you're a Toyota Hilux. You're unbreakable, Tom Boyd. <laughs> <laughs> more like uh, more like the
0: car I actually drive the uh, the Land Cruiser I think I'm just sort of like a tractor that gets gets to where it needs to get to you know <laughs> um, mate what are you um, what are you most excited about asking the two the two lads about is there a sort of moments in these sort of four quarters we're going to watch that really stand out to you
1: yeah the things that I'm always fascinated about fascinated about the um the pre-game or or halftime rev ups the um mm. you know, one of my favorite scenes in cinema is um Al Pacino giving the uh, inch by inch yeah, uh, yeah. speech in Any Given Sunday. Uh, I just want to know if you and I know none of you the annoying thing is none of you guys can remember what well, it said but if sprayed every quarter for like 20, 26 games, yeah. But clearly, these ones worked, and that's what I want to know. If you can remember anything that Bevo or or Chris Grant or, or even you know Easton said, that's what I'm fascinated by.
0: Yeah, I think the uh, what I'm really intrigued is to uh, to see if my memory of these games lines up with theirs, um, <laughs> because you know you always have this like you know, uh, and again, I, I, I you probably has have it as a fan as well. But when you look back at things, you sort of have this recollection that things were quite smooth through that final series in the sense of that, you know, it felt like we were confident we were going to win, all that sort of stuff. And I certainly remember, in particular, the grand final not feeling like we were ever going to lose. I was probably more nervous for the prelim, actually. Yeah. But I don't know if everyone else felt like that. I actually don't even know if I felt like that. I just told myself that since, you know.
1: What if we watched the grand final, Boydie, and it turns out you didn't kick three goals, and yeah. uh, and that and that that epic goal to win the game was actually scored by Jordan Ruffhead. Mm, that would be <laughs> challenging to my current career. <laughs> what if we Mandela affected just everything? <laughs> Hey, well, um, I think,
0: you know, the only thing that I, I suppose that I feel like we're going to let the fans down with is that, you know, we're not going to show them the first, you know, the two first half goals that I kicked in the grand final. Unfortunately. <laughs> I think maybe we should just show that left foot snap just for everyone's, you know, maybe as a pump up speech for the whole day.
1: So that was your first goal comes in the start of the second quarter. Is that right? I think so, yes. Well, I can I can tell you this. Here's a bit of an insight uh, from what was happening in the stands at that moment. You kicked that goal, massive cheer. Friend of the show, Will Anderson, who was sitting behind me, leant down and said, our million-dollar man has kicked a goal. Their million-dollar man hasn't. Well, in their million-dollar man's defence, he had just destroyed his ankle. <laughs> yeah, well, we didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> Put on... Uh, I think he stood on Eastern's foot, maybe. Yeah, who knows? Well, well, let's discuss it on Saturday. Um, other big news. I did see Will, uh, by the way. You did ask my question, by the way. Oh, what was the question? What do you want to hear from Sean? Is there a moment that you sort of really. Yeah, want what, to- what are the rev ups? What, what oh, does he remember?
0: You know what the other annoying thing is? I just thought about this. Clay kicks four first half goals in the prelim. Not- <laughs> <laughs> What's in the last
1: quarter? Yeah, well, you know, he. he- <laughs> Well, what do you want to see, people? Do you want to see Clay Smith's goals or do you want to see us make our first grand final in, in 55 years?
0: I want to see Jake Stringer pass the ball. That's what I want to see.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I'll tell you that I saw none, none of the game after Jake Stringer passed that ball because I fell to the floor of the uh, pub I was in and wept like a baby. Oh. oh, well, hopefully we can recreate that this weekend. Oh, I totally can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll happen. Uh, anyway, I was going to tell you, I saw Will Anderson uh, at Adelaide Airport uh, just on Monday, because I've been in Adelaide for the past week, uh, performing at the Fringe, doing a play. And I've got big news for you, Tom Boyd, and our listeners. Um, <clears throat> this won't surprise you that some of the uh, cast of the play I was in, are uh, one is a very homosexual man. Uh, who's not into football at all, but he's a he's a brilliant bloke and a great actor named Alex Joy, and uh, very camp. And at the at the wrap party, I was having a beer, and someone my WhatsApp groups were still talking about the uh, preseason game against North Melbourne. And he came over, and he's a lovely guy. And he, he said, "Oh, you're you're talking about football. Which of your players is best? The best looking." And I went. Well, you tell me. And I, I pulled up the the uh, the 2023 team photo on my Instagram, and he perused. And uh, who would you pick as the best looking of our current team, Tom Boyd? Mm-hmm. Now, that's a good question. Yeah, now I don't know half of them.
0: Um, because his answer
1: was was very controversial in my eyes. Really? Opinion. Yeah.
0: So it's not Bailey
1: then. Not Bailey. No, I thought Bailey was the obvious one.
0: Yeah, I suppose it depends what you're into. I mean, it'd be like kind of hugging a piece of granite, hugging Bailey. Well,
1: remember they've all got their tops on in this one, so yes. Bailey doesn't have the unfair advantage. That's right. That's right.
0: I um, I honestly don't know who I'd pick.
1: It is, yeah. Being two heterosexual men, it's kind of hard to really choose who who would be the best I mean, looking.
0: Like Eastern in the past with his absolutely hair and all that sort of stuff is a pretty easy one. With his boyish good looks, that's right. Yeah, and, and he still everything. does look like he's seventeen. So, <laughs>
1: um, you know, I thought who, maybe.
0: Who did your
1: uh, cast member pick, mate? Oscar Baker. Really? Yeah, he chose the Melbourne blow-in as the bet. He, he said he said he loved his dirty mo. Okay. I, well, I tried to it. show him Libba, which has a better who has a better mo. He's you know. looking. Uh, wow. He Oscar. Oscar. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Anyway, yeah. that's, uh, hey, if, fan listeners, if you're of that persuasion, even if you're not, it doesn't matter what what sexual orientation you are. If you have a firm opinion on who's the best looking of our male players, let us know. Let's start. It's a discussion we have to have.
0: Well, I'm just you know. I hope Oscar's really good at footy. That's what I hope.
1: <laughs> um, um, did, you, did you watch any of the North Melbourne preseason games?
0: Uh, just highlights. I mean, there was much to be sort of made of the, the big forward. Was it a – it's like a four of them now, wasn't it? Yeah, it's a yeah. quartet.
1: A quartet, that's what The Ninja Turtles.
0: Yeah. Yeah, much to be made of them, um, obviously, all hitting the scoreboard. Uh it looked like, you know, from all accounts, Jamara's fit and moving well, which is which is a big part of it, as I've sort of said a few times on the show. I think just the biggest challenge when you first get in a league, particularly if you're a taller player, is just the fact that if you're tired all the time, you can't do what you're really good at, which is yeah. usually jumping and marking and kicking goals and all that sort of stuff. So once you sort of build up that endurance base, um, things get a lot easier. And so it sounds like that's what uh, Jamara's done, which is great. Uh, and he's like, you know... I think we can all see the X factor that he could have. Yeah. Um, it's just hard to know when that's going to become, you know, four good quarters of footy all the time. It's like, you know, next every week. Game It's that, going to happen next week, next yeah. Saturday. Every game that Naughty plays, you're like, we were better with Naughty out there. You know what I mean? You no love right? Naughty. Naughty's your favourite. Oh, he's so good. <laughs> he plays the hardest position on the ground. That's my opinion. Um I'm going to get you an Aaron Norton badge. Yeah, we should. I should um, should grow my hair out again. Maybe I'll turn it. Yeah, up. you get look good. Got a perm. A perm. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm fascinated by because, you know, if you're looking at players in the team who could turn us into, you know, something that we're not currently, which is, a, say, the premiership favourite, he's the guy, I reckon, that could do that if he yeah gets to consistency, I think, which is the main thing. So uh, I... um. I don't think we can make a lot of the fact that we played, obviously, the biggest basket case in the NFL. Yes. <laughs> um, and it was a very high-scoring
1: game. Yeah, I did get a couple of messages from Kangaroos supporting mates. Uh, one just saying, "How did we kick eighty-three points and still lose by ten goals?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, another one <laughs> said, "What of all the preseason rules they brought in? Why isn't one of them not a mercy rule?" <laughs>
0: It is, um, and and I think that that's the that's the thing, right? Is like with those the four big guys in particular, them all hitting the scoreboard in a game where we kick like twenty goals is not as like I suppose reliable as uh, them all kicking goals in a game where we kicked eighty. Yeah, Because, you know, if everyone's hitting the scoreboard, I think you know, and I've been a, sort of a beneficiary of this in my own career at times when the team's just dominating, you just pop up and you somehow manage to kick a goal or two. Um so I'm I'm excited it'll be really really interesting to see how we go um against you know well what Tim Watson's just um placed Melbourne as the favorite for Great
1: for fantastic
0: so, um mate it'll be uh it'll be a stark jump I would say from playing North Melbourne in pre-season to Melbourne in season so yeah uh, we'll fine. a
1: thought like just travelling slightly south would uh raise the stakes so highly yes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all and, right well yeah, We're yeah, going to um, wrap it. Up. We, we are going to wrap up soon. We're going to wrap up now because we've got to plan a live show. If you would like more, Danny Boyd, come see us Saturday, Comics Lounge, three o'clock. It's going to be epic. Uh, and uh, yeah, for the Patreons, uh, we'll have an episode for you next week where we'll properly preview the Melbourne game. And uh, in the meantime, just go buy tickets. Buy tickets. Come on, guys. We, uh, we can't wait to see you. <laughs> I gave my childhood to that role Of the red, white and blue sea And the knowledge that you had to love The Bulldog Boys and me Twenty years on I feel that longing Hanging in September air But the reason I go every week Is to pretend you're still there And they will find the glory one day And I will throw it at your feet It's a long, long road they're running for you The dogs and footscray streets Long, long road, they're running for you The dogs and foots gray streets